Hi, it's KCCK's Culture Crawl. I'm Dennis Green, and my guests today are from an upcoming performance at the Amana Performing Arts Center, Deb Kennedy from TKM Productions. Good morning. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. And repeat guest on the program, Jackson Green. Hello. Magician. That's right. Uh, and, uh, you know, in case you're wondering, is there nepotism involved? Darn right there is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's possible I've seen Jack perform a time or two. Maybe. Just just a few. Just, just a few. Uh, and there will be a magic trick uh, as a part of our show today uh it will work just fine i think jack uh on the radio if you're just listening I'm pretty sure yeah uh but if you want to go watch the video on facebook or youtube you know you can you can do that as well uh and uh everything will be above board no cheating i promise mm -hmm. okay um well deb uh let's start with what's happening with uh, tkm the amount performing arts center this season uh just in general and then uh, this show particular uh in general well um we are just doing our best to bring some entertainment to the Amanda Colonies and uh, the Amanda Performing Arts Center at least once a month. Uh, so coming up March 15th, it's Friday night at 7 o'clock, we are bringing in Jackson for his magic show. We're very excited about that. Um, it's something fun and different to offer to the community. I love that it is a um, local talent here um, and that it is a family-friendly show. Uh, so and with the, you know, kind of your mandate, you know, in addition to, you know, performing, you know, and doing your own seasons of shows, you uh, are working, you know, with the Amana organization because, of course, there's a lot of, you know, tours and buses and tourism and things that come. And that's and that's part of this, too, not just for our local community, but you're trying to have some things going on for people visiting the Amanas. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, it's definitely our. Um... You know, we are very much part of our mission is to serve our community. Um, so we are doing our best. Um, we're still growing. We're still figuring a lot of things out. Um, but, yeah, we are definitely um, hoping to just serve the community and bring some fun. And uh, Jack, as I said, this is a, they say, you know, a lawyer will tell you in a court of law, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. <laughs> I know the answer to a few of these questions, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm going to ask them anyway. Um, so you have been you've been performing magic since you were, you know, since you were in elementary school, pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely um, it was one of those things, you know, a lot of kids um, see magic for the first time and get really interested and maybe um, they get uh, a magic kit or something for Christmas and then um, they'll play with it for a little while and it eventually get stuck in a closet somewhere and they forget about it. Um, but I kind of stuck with it um, and I kept wanting to do more and more uh, and eventually working my way up from um, magic kits to, you know, actual tricks to buying books and um, that kind of stuff. Uh, and, uh, and I will tell you also that I know from personal experience that uh, your family vacations when you were in, uh, in middle and early high school uh, usually would, if we, if we were going someplace, you'd look up and see where there was a magic shop there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and I can remember, you know, you, they, you walking up to the counter at some, you know, old line magic shop, just, you know, you know, you can imagine boxes and boxes of stuff and velvet and linking rings all over the place. And Jack walks up to the counter and you can kind of see the person rolling his eyes as, uh, as you start talking magic. And, but then the thing is those people, they always say, well, show me what you can do. That's the first thing. <laughs> And then seeing how, oh, you do a card, piece of card magic for him. And it was like, oh, oh, this is the real deal. Let's talk some more. <laughs> yeah. 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 I even, um, I even got to work at a magic shop in college 
for a few years too. So, um, yeah, magic shops are a great place and they're a lot of fun to visit. And yeah, this, this show is, uh, is kind of a, you know, a continuation of the new program that you put on at Bruce Moore this summer. So that was not just a, Hey, I'm going to throw some, some tricks together. This is a fully produced program with, you know, light show and, and uh, music and all of that. What was that experience like going from, you know, to be honest, kind of, you know, doing, setting up a table in an event and, you know, performing for a few people who are walking by to actually doing a full-blown stage show? Yeah, that was um, a really great experience. And uh, it felt like I accomplished a really big goal to put on a show that was that, you know, higher caliber um, production-wise. Um, and uh, start to finish, you know, working through uh, putting together the theme and different things for a show. That was um, that was a really good experience. Now, speaking of themes, there is a uh, there are two threads that kind of run through your show because, like I said, you know, seen it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one is uh, the history of magic. You you know, you don't just trot out the tricks. You talk about. Uh, about where they came from and, you know, who the, you know, the famous magicians are, you know, not just, you know, your Houdinis, you know, your David Copperfields that we've all heard of, but also uh, the, you know, the people that, you know, the, a lot of people like that learned mm-hmm. from. So when you, you know, when you, when you study the history of, mu- of magic, what is, uh, you know, is there a particular performer that uh, you really admire or, uh, you know, just, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think one of my uh, favorite magicians is, um, he's a, a British magician. Um, he actually, I believe, passed away a couple of years ago, but his name is Paul Daniels. Um, and he ran a very successful uh, show on, on television in the United Kingdom called The Paul Daniels Show. Um, and I think it was uh, his performance of the Chop Cup that I saw when I was like on YouTube when I was maybe 12 years old. Right now, old. explain chop cups. Um, it's like the uh, it's like the cups and balls trick, but uh, just one cup and one ball. Oh. Um, so it's, uh, you know, as a as a spectator watching it, it, it seems a lot more impressive because you don't, where, where could that ball possibly go? There's just one cup. Um, but it, you know, follows the same sort of, same sort of storyline where the, the ball will go in the cup, it'll disappear, it'll reappear. Um, that kind of thing. And his routine, um, I think even makes the like top 10 of the 50 greatest magic tricks ever performed. Um, and, and just one cup and one ball. Yep. Yeah. You know, no making the statue of Liberty disappear. Nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amount of performing arts center will not disappear to the best of my knowledge, uh, at this program. <laughs> um, there is another theme that is that kind of runs through your show and um it is somewhat uh, for most people unexpected yes um you're probably not aware of this but the uh the other theme that i bring into my magic show is uh professional wrestling oh because professional <laughs> wrestling and, and magic you know of course mm-hmm. yeah, those those things always go right together exactly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's just another thing that i uh, uh an interest that i've picked up uh, in my life that I really, really enjoy. Um, I, you know, I watch it on TV all the time. I've been to a number of, uh, live shows, uh, as well. And, and 
of course, professional wrestling is, you know, spoiler alert, is a scripted performance as well as an athletic mm -hmm. endeavor. So let me ask you this. Is there, are there any theatrical techniques or writing or production from wrestling that, you know, kind of inspired you? Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot. Um, there's, uh, you know, you can see correlations between wrestling and magic, um, in more ways than you might think, but you know, the performers, they, um, a lot of times they put a lot of effort into what they wear, you know, and that is a big part of their character and who they are. And magicians do a similar kind of thing, whether that's, you know, um, a suit and tie or carefully constructing things with, you know, extra large pockets or things like that. Um, and, uh, there's, there's also that element of, uh, I'm going to use the word deception. Um, so in, in professional wrestling, when you're, when you're watching the show, um, you know, of course that it's, that it's scripted, but the, you're invested in the storyline and the athletic feats that the performers are doing. Same thing with a magic show. I don't have any supernatural powers or anything, um, but you come to watch to be surprised and, um, and follow along with the story. So there you go. So wrestling and magic, actually, they are linked. Um, so again, the show is March 15th. And I'll ask you again uh, at the end of the interview, but, yeah, but how do we get tickets? Uh, so you can go to our website or Facebook page. There are ticket. You can go to the events pages on either the website or uh, Facebook page for TKMTheatricalProductions.com. Um, and uh, yeah, we have the event listed on uh, both pages. Um, you could do register online or just uh, reach out to me and I'll help you get your tickets. All right. Okay. Well, as I promised at the top of the show, we have a, uh, we have a magic trick that, that right. is going to be done. And, uh, and I'm going to, we're going to call a small studio audience in. Hey, Laura, you want to come in bring whoever wants to come in and watch this? Um, so our Laura Carson, uh, and I'll do, I'll do part of what a magician usually does in setting this stuff up because, mm. uh, because you know, oh yeah, dad probably cheating. Um, but no. Um, so, so Laura has an envelope, uh, right here. Uh, and, uh, if you're listening on the radio, you just have to trust us. Uh, but if you're watching on the video, you can see it. And Laura, I guess the question that Jack would ask you if I wasn't around was, uh, you know, has that envelope been in your possession all morning? Has, has Jack touched it? All morning. Jack did several hours. Okay. I, I never got, I never got anywhere near it. Correct. Because, you know, you know, se secret, interested. secret assistant, not, <laughs> not, a, not a secret assistant planted in the audience. Okay. Yeah. All right. There it is. All right. Jack, all right. It's all you. So the first thing I'm going to bring out uh, is fairly mundane. Um, I have a little gallon Ziploc bag here, but uh, inside you'll see our little pieces of paper. And each one of these pieces of paper actually has the name of a different professional wrestler written on it. Um, so I'm going to pull some of these out here. Um, just so we know that they're different, we've got uh, Roddy Piper, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I've heard of Roddy Piper. <laughs> he was also he was also in a, in a movie too. They Live, uh, directed by John Carpenter. Uh, Cody Rhodes, he's a big wrestler right now. Uh, he's actually going to main event WrestleMania this year. Um, yes. Yeah, so 
See that they're all different, right? Yes. Okay. So what I'm going to have you do mm-hmm. is um, I don't want you to to peek like you're looking for a specific name or anything. So just kind of look away. Okay. But um, if you could reach in the bag mm-hmm. and just pull out one name. Okay. I have a name. You have a name. Awesome. And uh, does someone else want to pick another name? Nope. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Michelle. Okay, you got one name, just one? Just okay, perfect. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, can you read the name that you drew first? Okay. Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane. Okay, right. Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts, okay. Uh, Sammy Zane, excellent, excellent wrestler from Canada originally. Um, Jake Roberts, Jake the Snake Roberts, because he used to come to the ring with his pet snake. Uh, the other thing I have here is, um, it's not a full pack of playing cards, but uh, I have these blank playing cards that I have written the names of wrestling moves on. Not everyone knows this, but wrestling moves, they actually have names. Uh, and I could only come up with about 30, but you see we've got uh, like Shooting Star Press, um, Package Pile Driver, Backbreaker, uh, Leg Drop, Spine Buster, right? So they're all different. Mm. Um, I'll give these a, a little shuffle here. And then what what you can do is if you just pick up like a quarter to a third mm-hmm. of that pack of playing cards, just pick it up. Yep. And then turn it face up, turn that whole pack face up and then put it right on top of the other ones and then do that again, but reach down a little bit farther. So maybe like a half to two thirds of the pack and just do that same thing. Turn it upside down and right there. Perfect. So that was a completely free choice, right? I didn't tell you where to do that. And if we go through these cards, so it could have been code red, cross arm bar, leg drop, half and half suplex, spine buster, but this face down one right here, that's the one that you've selected. Would you take that out? Yes. And aha, the blue thunder bomb. Yes. That's sort of uh, a <laughs> pick them up, spin them around, drop them down onto the ground kind of move. Um, okay. So we have, we have two wrestlers. Sami Zayn, Jake Roberts, and one wrestling move, the Blue Thunderbomb. Uh, now, the other night, I actually, I had a dream, and it was so vivid that when I woke up, I had to write it down. And I did. I wrote it down, and it's actually right in that envelope right there. Okay. All right. Well, Laura, since you were, you were the custodian of the envelope, so again, uh, nobody's touched this but you for the last several hours. Oh, you can see me. Yep, we can see you on camera, and we can kind of hear you. Yep. <laughs> Lot, you know, close. Let's check. <laughs> Dead at my desk. I want to upstage our guest here. Okay, I don't want to upstage our guest. Would you like to read it in your best wrestling announcer voice? This match has been all Jake Roberts up till now. But wait, what's this? Sammy Zare appears to be fighting back. He's picking Roberts up. Sammy just hit Roberts with the blue thunder bomb. Oh my God. <laughs> He's going for the cover. Here's the pin. One, two, three. When Spain defeats Jake Roberts with the blue bluff. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for being uh, being a part of this. Well done. Thank you. So how'd you do that? Magic. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Again, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. <laughs> uh, well, this is, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's always fun to get to watch you. And I would say that even if we weren't related. Uh, looking forward to the show. It's March 15th at the Amana Performing Arts Center. If you have not been there since it reopened, uh, uh, you've been, you all, you and Tom Milligan and, uh, and uh, your crew have been, Deb, working on uh, kind of bringing that space back and also enhancing it. Yes? Yes. Yeah, so, um, so it is now rebranded as the Amana Performing Arts Center. If you've ever seen theater in Amana before, um, it was formerly the home for the old Creamery Theater Company. So it's located right across the street from the Amana RV Park. Um, we have been doing our best to bring things back into the facility Um once it went back to the Amana Society, so the building is owned by the Amana Society, um, and we've had a nice collaboration with the folks at the Amana Society in trying to make improvements in the building. Just recently got some new sound equipment that we are super excited about, new lighting board we're super excited about. So uh, we're just bumping things up to the next level, and um, we're just very excited about uh all the things to come for this year. All right. So it's uh, Friday, March 15th. Oh, what time is the show? 7 o'clock. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. The Amana Performing Arts Center, uh, just outside Maine, Amana. Uh, well, Jack, thanks again for taking time to be here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And uh, Deb, thanks as always for coming My and pleasure. telling us uh, what's going on uh, with the TKM. And again, if people want tickets, they can visit your website or Facebook page, and that is? Uh, TKM Theatrical Productions. So the website is tkmtheatricalproductions.com. And of course, the Facebook page is TKM Theatrical Productions. Thanks, thanks again to both of you for being here. All right. Thanks, Dennis. You can hear the Culture Crawl live on the radio many weekdays at 1030 or download the podcast. Watch or listen on your own schedule at kcck.org slash culture. And again, if you want to see the magic trick uh, on video, you can do that by watching us online uh, at, uh, at kcck.org slash culture or using your favorite podcast player. Our producer is Lydia Kilgore. I'm Dennis Green, and I'll talk to you later.